Tribe, you're probably wondering what's what's happening here, but we are uh, recording this episode, uh, episode 11 of season two of the 32 <laughs> podcast uh, in the middle of our quarantine. In and uh, <laughs> as you can tell, we are not in the same space, uh, but we are uh, still carrying the same energy that yes. we normally do every week on the 32 podcast. And so uh, I'm Ark. I'm Mike. <laughs> And we're here to discuss the truth and lies about adulting as 30-somethings. 30 Tribe, we have missed you. How are y'all faring out here in this uh, quarantine? In these these homes. In these homes, these end of days, uh, COVID-19, Anne Frank uh, (laughs) uh, situation here. Uh, it is it is definitely um, the week three of the quarantine um, of COVID-19 that is sweeping uh, the nation um, all over, especially uh, the city of New York. They are really, really going through it right now. Um, but yeah, it's week three and uh, we did not join you guys last week, but Mike thought it'd be uh, it would be uh, just robbery <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> And we did come together today to put together a, a variation or a version of the uh, 30 Truth podcast. Uh, as you know, we have our normal episode flow. Um, this will not be that. This will be a little deconstructed. But we know that you're going to enjoy it and you're going to love it because you've been missing uh, the both of us. Mike, how you doing, Mike? I'm hanging in there, man. I am actually... Uh, I'm a teacher, of course. You guys know that. And so they've had uh well dallas isd has made it where we are online so now i am virtually teaching 155 students social well, isn't studies. that pretty cool that technology it is something it really <laughs> is something because the engagement is mighty low hmm? yeah, kids, the kids <laughs> they emailing me at like midnight hey mr oh, how I- log in Wow. What are, what assignment am I supposed to do? Listen, these assignments, they are listed out. They are really well, Right. Aren't the instructions clearly uh, available online? Exactly, because they don't like to read. Now, I teach okay. them in grade, but they don't like to read. But I'm like, hey, it's it's midnight. Why, <laughs> why are you sending me emails like I'm about to respond right then? Right. That's, 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 that's my office hours. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Well, I, too, am working from home. Um, the world of healthcare. <laughs> Clearly never stops. Uh, we are, I would say, a somewhat essential um, part of healthcare, but we do not actually deal with the people physically. We just make sure that their bills are getting paid. So I too, I'm at home uh, where emails come in throughout the day. Uh, but as for me and mine, once it hits five o'clock, I no longer look it out. Absolutely, uh, I just move on with my day. Absolutely, my day. just move on with your day. <laughs> 
<laughs> because truth be told, um, no, nah, that's not what I'm here to do. So, yeah, <laughs> normally at this time here to say the truth podcast. Our first segment of our show is our truth be told segment. It's where we get a chance to really dive into the culture and talk about some relevant topics and give our most truest thoughts uh, about these things that are happening here. So, I mean, Mike, what's obvious, the, the truth be told, the main truth be told is that clearly we're all at home. <laughs> Hopefully we're all at home. Right. You yeah. know, the quarantine, not only it has been going on for the last three weeks, but we just received the announcement today on Monday, mm-hmm. the final Monday of the month of March. And really, the month of March, did we? This I don't month know was what to say about This month was something. <laughs> like, can we get a do-over? I January we... was rough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 2020 has just been 2020 is is as they say 2020 feels like Tyler Perry wrote it right <laughs> it feels like a bad wing 2020 got the man right lord just need to complete do over but nevertheless <laughs> we received communication um from agent orange um who dominates uh the white house uh, uh that the the quarantine that we're currently experiencing has actually been extended okay for those of you who thought <laughs> that this is only going to be a short period of time. No, no, no. There has yeah. been an extension. And apparently, yeah. we told, we are apparently going to be doing this for another 30 days. So the month of April, too, mm-hmm. has been canceled. What are my thoughts on another 30 days inside the house? Right. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> it, I think this is really challenging people who thought that they were introverts, that thought that they right. were homebodies. Right, because uh, I, I for one thought I was a homebody. I thought I was more introverted, and, and I'm like, man, I can't. I'm. This is. I just have to. I'm. I'm reaching out to family and talking to them <laughs> on the phone for hours right. and trying to stay connected just to make sure that my mental fortitude yeah. is, you know, is still there. Yeah. So, Truth be told, I actually have. Um, I too have been reaching out to people. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, obviously, with with so much more time on your hands, I think in the morning it is kind of cool that you know we do get a chance to communicate in various ways. So I've been exploring the world of technology through video calls, which I've actually been enjoying um, during this time. But yes, would I rather be face to face? You know, across a table, having a meal, having a, 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 a an adult beverage or something with with my friends and family and all that. Yes, I would rather do that. So the thought of doing this for another thirty days. I think for me, I'm thinking to myself, well, how is this actually going to work? Because at some point, uh, the American people <laughs> will have their way. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I've been, this- trying, I've been trying to get on like a schedule. So I do a lot of home workouts, which right. I'm not a fan of that. But when you can't go to the gym, right? Uh, it's the alternative. So I've been doing a lot of home workouts. I mean, kind of more so watching what I eat so that I'm not eating right. a whole bunch of food. Because it's so accessible now that I'm at home. Yeah, and um, That's not me. I'm definitely eating. Um, <laughs> more than what I should. Now, I've been cooking more as well. Because I, I still feel a little leery about eating out, to be honest. Mm-hmm. With everything happening, I'm not that comfortable yet. Mm-hmm. So everything that I eat either comes from a package that's pre-packaged or I cook it myself. So, But I've been eating, for sure. Um, my waist... Is definitely you know I, I had to, you know I saw on the internet uh, Al Gore's internet uh, I saw that do not be deceived by your sweatpants that you're wearing every day while you're home 
you will have to put on some jeans at some point so reality can set in. And I told myself, you know what? Reality has set in because I did put on some jeans Uh-oh. to make a quick run. Uh-oh. And I realized that I was being deceived. Mm. So, uh... <laughs> my God, walking in deception, well, sitting right. in deception. Right. So, continue on with that, truth be told, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> my God, picture. Obviously, we are. Uh, we have plenty of time to catch up on lots of media, right? So whether yeah. it be social media, um, whether it be, uh, you know, media on TV, we have lots of time to catch up on media. I think we both can agree that we are tired of seeing and hearing Megan Thee Stallion's challenge on Instagram. If um, I hear yeah. that song yeah. one more time. Love her. Love you, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> But the people are just, they are running that thing into We're the done. We are savaged out. Yeah. S-A-V-A-G-E yeah. out. We are savaged out. Sauvage, however you want to yeah. say it, we need it no more. Go we learn a no foreign more. language. Go do right. go do something more creative with Not, your comedy. It, it was a cool little challenge, right? Like, truth be told, yeah. I have enjoyed seeing the youth uh, have a good time while they're at home from school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which is probably why they're not attending and reading the instructions in Mike's mm-hmm, class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're on Instagram. And what's the other app they use? Uh, TikTok. Uh, TikTok, yes. Uh, as if it were a clock, but uh, it's mm-hmm. not. And they're wasting time. I don't yep, know. They do um, a lot of time wasting. A lot of time exactly. wasting. <laughs> TikTok. Wait, wasn't that? Is that from Alice in Wonderland? Was there? No okay, idea. never mind. It was a clock that the bunny was chasing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but. I think it's been interesting to see initially, but now <laughs> when I started seeing, um, how do I say this, Mike? When I started seeing, say it. Um, just share it. When I started seeing our lighter skinned brothers and sisters ah. uh, doing this, ah. uh, <laughs> go ahead, Mike. What, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I was like, all right, well, moving right along. Let's just go. <laughs> We know, over. We okay. know we are at the end of a challenge when right. our lighter brothers and sisters have joined in for the fun. Right. We are exactly. at the end of it. It's removing right they, along. And they tend to join at a different cadence. It's yes. almost as if they do not hear the beat in the same manner that we hear the beat. And so <laughs> they begin doing that. It's a different um, beat. Mm-hmm. Them. God bless them. But I told I had to tell, I had to actually tell my kids I, I sent them out a, a group mass email to them. I let them know I said you guys do not all right now don't let Corona don't y'all think Corona gonna let y'all pass that is not a free pass I will That's tell it. y'all if y'all don't get off this TikTok and this That's Instagram it. and get my work done but it. they better do it they better do it they have no choice but to right they have no choice but to. Oh, my goodness. So another thing uh, we've been able to do, truth be told, during this time is watch a lot of news. So I saw on the news today, uh, Mike, also that a pastor was arrested. I saw it. Service yesterday. Get him. First of all, why is is it always our our state that seems to (laughs) (laughs) just break all the You can't escape it. Last week there was a uh, a local city commissioner that went off <laughs> and, uh, on on the, on the mayor, and then this week we have a pastor that, that says, "You know what? I'm going to serve the Lord anyhow, right?" And have service, and the, they arrested him. The week before that, they had the beaches open still for some strange reason. So I so, mean, Florida is just yeah. 
I, but they should have arrested him. Sir, y'all go to online streaming platform. What are you doing? Like, uh, well, Mike, what, what is your true feelings about that? I mean, as someone who is a very self-proclaimed uh, church. <laughs> <laughs> I, my thing is this. Um, uh, God wants us to ha- use wisdom. Now, what I did enjoy, I'm able to watch, you know, several different uh, church services online uh, right. from the comfort of my home. And Mm -hmm. I like, you know, I like maybe like a couple of musicians, maybe uh, a couple of maybe like two singers and the pastor, you know, give me a little worship, give me a little praise uh, and give me the sermon and do altar call. Like I, I, but there should not be 300, 400. Nobody should be assembling at this point (laughs) like that. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, before we knew what what we were dealing with. I get right. I get the level of ignorance, but at this point we're no longer we are no longer ignorant in this now. We gotta we gotta right. stop. You're endangering lives. Don't get me wrong. I agree, and I do think that health it should be um, taken very seriously in these cases. But we also understand that there are people who are feeling that they are losing a sense of normalcy and they're not feeling quite at mm-hmm. ease. Do you think that maybe that, you know, this is something that people should just begin accepting or should they just kind of be patient and look forward to uh, the change uh, going? Well, as I say, not change, but them going back to normally scheduled program, because it seems like this pastor just wants to keep a sense of normalcy, apparently. okay let me put it this way. I saw an article where 60 people went to a choir rehearsal and they got coronavirus and two of them are already dead. So. I mean, we can act like we, you know, saying like the time for this being a cute little, you know, let's let's keep our free will and our rights. And they trying to take up. No, we're trying to make sure we can slow the virus down because they don't have a cure for it. And if they do have it, they're withholding it till a certain time. So at this point, stay your behind at home. Learn the songs at home. Uh, Get the word at home. But don't be don't compel your congregation out unless you're going to heal them on the spot. Which I don't know if that's still. It's not. So we gotta stop. We gotta stop it, man. You get no healings in your service. Exactly. You get if you're not healing, if you're not being able to heal it, then we need to no. You need to go to the hospital. You should have went to the hospital and started healing people since you feel that you can assemble eighteen hundred people. So. Together, <laughs> well, we hope that the church members rally together, put some offering to Please, get him out Jesus. of jail. He's not sitting in jail as he's we not speak. being persecuted, you guys. And I know he's probably hopefully, gonna stand on that. He's not being persecuted. You know, hopefully, there's a bail bondsman right now um, <laughs> that is making a way out of no way. And so, we really look forward to that update. Ooh, keep <laughs> later people, on. God. Please so, keep them. Like, uh, truth be told, and moving right along. And so, <laughs> we, we've also had time to watch a lot of Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this past week, uh, Netflix actually was looking out for the blacks right you know the blacks have actually had some really good stuff available there's a lot of things um geared towards the african diaspora available on netflix but two things in particular stood out and i thought it'd be great to have a uh, a brief uh synopsis conversation or analysis of this and let's start with uh self-made <laughs> the madam cj walker story hmm. um so this story <laughs> Highly anticipated. Very okay? much so. Highly anticipated production. And it featured award-winning actors such as Octavia Spencer, yeah, right? uh, Blair Underwood, 
Um, and it was directed by Casey Lemons, who actually did not only did she do Harriet, but she also did Eve's Bayou, which is a classic yeah. black film. And so we had high hopes for self-made, the Madison J. Walker story, whose story has not been told before. And just for context, people, Madison J. Walker was basically the first uh, female millionaire in America. And, I, and female millionaire, not black female millionaire, but female millionaire. And she made most of her money through her her handcrafted uh, hair products and such. And so this is a great story in history that needed to be told and it be finally brought to the screen. But uh, I think they might have missed the mark. Mike, what were your thoughts on Self-Made, <laughs> the Madison J. Walker story brought to us by Netflix um, this past week? Well, of course, I like Octavia, but um, yes. I felt like we may not have needed t- Tiffany Haddish in this particular uh, production. Um, well, those are overall thoughts, and then we can break down okay. <laughs> some of the negatives. <laughs> so much. I, I learned so a much. lot, but I don't. I honestly don't know her story uh-huh. in its in its entirety to be like, oh, well, I see where they kind of embellished here, or I see where they put a lot here. And so, for me, hearing the story, I was like, oh, I thought she came up with her own product, but it sounded like she stole somebody else's product. Yes, and, yes. And somebody else you're referring to Annie Malone, who in the movie they uh created a fictitious character called and Addie Turn mm-hmm. uh I believe, or Addie uh something else. Yeah, but she was fictitious. Right. But yeah, based off of that character. And mm-hmm. so I kinda wanted them to kind of tell me, yeah, you did a four part series, but I kinda wanted them to tell me if this if this is this big revelation at the end that she stole this recipe for this hair growth serum, serum, then tell me, like, how was she able to do that? Did the lady sit there and write out her, oh, the details or the ingredients, or did you improve it? Because a lot of times when people invent stuff, it, right. they, they've, okay, yeah, the mop has been, it has been made, but then there have been improvements and updates and upgrades to it. And so it's not necessarily somebody stole your idea. It's, it's they just improved upon it. And got a pay right, for it. Right. So I was like, is that what more so happened? That she just kind of took out certain things that were that was in Addie's that wasn't as good and made her own formula, or did she literally just like take it, take it? And- but to, to me, regardless of the fact of whether or not she took it, I think what was very um not well done on this um was the fact that that's what they focused on throughout the entire movie, was they focused on the fact that there was this rivalry mm-hmm. um, that not only was based off of uh, proprietary information being taken away from, uh, you know, allegedly uh, Madison J. Walker stealing the, um, Annie's formula, but in addition to that, there was this constant conflict uh, served, centered around colorism. And so, right. for me, to think about this story or the legacy of Madison J. Walker and her doing a lot of the the great work that she did you know of course she made a lot of money but she also employed a lot of people exactly. she was very active in the her the uh, lynching uh movement during that time period because it's post reconstruction and so i just think about so many other aspects of her life that mm-hmm. they could have focused on and all we get is a constant light skin versus dark skin yeah. and then an occasional laugh by tiffany haddish which Yes, I will echo you and say she was. That was a miscasting. I don't know why, how in the world did Tiffany Haddish get on this production? It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, horrible. for her to be reduced to 
her story to be reduced to colorism, that is really what took right. the right. the main focus. So um it's really unfortunate. I mean, Netflix, we appreciate the effort, but um I, we really could have done without this. Uh in fact, it looked like it was self-made. It, the oh, way that you put it up oh, here, it looked like it was self-made. But somebody sat and wrote it in a day and and that was that. I mean, granted it wasn't it wasn't the caliber of uh Tyler, right? At least no, there were better thank you, God. There was better quality cinematography. Ooh. But needless to say, self-made fell short of our expectations. I, well, well, I was, um, well, wait, well, one last thing that I did want to say about it was I felt that it did show that in spite of every obstacle that was thrown her way, whether it had been um, through Addie or through um, those men who couldn't see past her um, her, feminine, uh, her femininity, um, but she was able to still in spite of that, still get the factory done, still be able to make moves with some of the the best, if you will, even right. in New York. She was able to get the business and she still was able to become what we know her as. So um it just show it did show hardships, but it there was a large focus on her and this woman going back and forth, like one up and each other. Sure. I tell you, well self made, uh hopefully you'll get made again. Yeah. Um and so <laughs> <laughs> uh let's talk about uncorked truth be told another movie that came out uh and this is the longest truth be told segment we've ever had we're gonna end it um week on netflix once again um the is just not at all running out of options of things to watch on netflix so a movie called Uncorked, independent film, uh, up and coming, uh, you know, producer by the name of uh, Prentice Penny, I believe. He has worked on uh, Insecure and some other shows. And so he's a, a bit of a rising star uh, in the Hollywood world. And, um, you know, this was kind of also marketed to be another great uh, project. And I watched it uh, myself this past uh, Friday to give a little context. The movie is about a young man who is uh, living in in the ghetto, if you will, and he has a uh, he's part of a family business, and he decides that he wants not to be in the family business, and he wants to go to pursue other things, such as becoming a wine sommelier. Word, and man. so, uh, yeah, yeah, sommelier. <laughs> and so, uh, I think the funniest line in there is when she <laughs> talked about, "Oh, a sommelier." I said, "No, not, nothing to do with Africa." nothing to do with Africa. <laughs> but needless to say, it's like a triumph story, if you will, of him kind of uh, pursuing and pushing past the stereotypical um, or stereotype of what they believe he should be doing with his life and him getting to, you know, do what it is he wants to do, right? So I don't know. You know, we've seen this storyline before. Needless to say, that was the backdrop. Um, Mike, um, what were your thoughts on that? Overall, Yes. Overall, I, 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 did, I did like the movie. Um, I did like the story of somebody who is not on the big screen. You know, he he tries to do this and he is successful. No, he tried to do it and he failed. <laughs> and um, but him realizing yeah. that that was really a passion of his and still pursu- pursuing again. Um, I felt like. Right. Yes. Which, no, was, that, which is right. very realistic, right? The fact that he went out to pursue something, 
And right. sorry to spoil the spoiler alert, but he ended up you know, trying to become a sommelier, and, and right. by the end of the movie, he was still not a sommelier. And so it was very realistic, and I think it showed a lot of real, I guess, situations um, in the, 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 the challenges and trying to, I guess, like I said, escape one thing and, and go into something else that maybe you're not necessarily mm-hmm. uh, credentialed or prepared for. I think for me, though, I was hoping for a little bit more. Um, yeah. I just didn't feel connected. I, I feel like it just yeah. wasn't drawing me in. I don't know, because they use wine as the muse, and wine is not something that I feel like I'm a connoisseur in. So I felt like they were trying to give me uh, uh, wine in a red paper cup. That's what the feel of the movie was the whole time. And I just... But, I myself right. just okay, so really get I actually like the idea that it was centered around wine because how many times, I mean, how many black people do you know, I mean, want to get out of the chicken, the rib business and become a sommelier? It was just, it was like, this kind of, it was different. So, yeah, quite the, quite right. the, I mean, paradox, if you will. I mean, it was definitely something refreshing. I think it was definitely a story that hasn't been told. I think that the story also had mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of poignant themes, right? So in essence, even though they kind of gave this backdrop of the hood and then the backdrop of becoming a wine connoisseur, right. there are a lot of lessons in it, right? The the pursuit of, you know, these goals and how to honor um, black family yeah. ancestry and tradition and, you know, all of these different things, um, you know, that I think a lot of young black millennials, especially 30-somethings, can definitely relate to. Um, but I guess for me, there just still wasn't a drawing in mm-hmm. in the delivery of that. Now, I will say this. I do think that there are some great performances. I think Courtney B. Vance, he needs to get an award for the, his role uh-huh. as, as the father in this movie. I think he did executed that very, very well. I enjoyed yes. Niecy Nash a lot as well. But the main character, yeah. I just felt a little disconnected. I don't know if they needed mm-hmm. to develop his character more, but... It just yeah. didn't quite hit. Um, well, quite hit. I guess the reason why I'm more so I was able to, I don't know, I just saw myself in the story because I had to take my certification test to become a teacher a couple of times. And so um, I did have the support of my parents. Uh, but in this particular story that we watched, uh, his dad wasn't really in support, but his mom was. I do hate the fact that Niecy Nash um that the cancer came back because i you know i don't really do parents dying well at all even though both i have both my parents but i, I just anyone, uh, i mean just it just enjoy that, that kind of you know i'm i got the tear you know i'm emotional and stuff and i'm just like i really wish y'all could have can we just have a whole niecy nash the whole because i love her as an actress so i would just like why his right. mama can't be healthy why i mean you know what i'm saying like why we why you gotta put us through that? So once again, part of the challenge is I mean yeah. life happens, right? Even yeah. in the midst of you pursuing true. things, like so, life still happens. Um, I guess that that yeah. part, that wrestling with well, what I, we want, but I, I have to realize that I grew up on the Disney kind of effect in movies, and so we mm-hmm. want that happy ending, but happy endings aren't always the reality. So well, now listen. Come on, that's a okay, whole other episode. Word, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it at that. Well, I guess there are things that we, we can take away from Uncork. Uncork wasn't right. a complete disaster. I just think that it was something that 
you know, I would even say maybe some people mm-hmm. may want to watch more than once to really make the connection to it because it, it was mm-hmm. uh, different, more or less. I think that's probably the best way to say is that it was different for sure. So, well, you know what else was different, Mike? <laughs> um, this segment, <laughs> truth be told, was definitely different because it gone on longer than what we True. wanted to. But there was so much to catch up on. We hadn't talked to our 30 tribe in about a week or so. We've been quarantined for three weeks, and then we're looking at Jesus. another 30 days. So uh, all these episodes are going to get interesting and different in, <laughs> in the forthcoming weeks. And uh, But we know our 30 tribe is going to be uh, you know, down with us for the ride because yeah. we're all in this together. Um, that's really the most important thing during this quarantine time is that we're all in here together. So hopefully everyone is keeping safe, and hopefully everyone is keeping uh themselves right. home <laughs> as they should uh but nevertheless uh we are here we are still here we and we gonna make Amen. it man we gonna make Ain't it right, Mike? <laughs> all right 30 tribe we'll check in with you guys a little later thanks for tuning into this episode that's our show thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the 30 truth podcast if you haven't done so already subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcast And if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 30 Truth Podcast and on Twitter at 30 Truth Pod.